0: all right um how's it going everybody welcome back to the board and browsing podcast uh the digital version because we don't want to interact with each other it's not a virus thing we just don't want to be near each other Uh, I am your host, Danny, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Samson and Sean. Hello. Howdy. Yeah, so we're going to be trying to do digital podcast recordings. If this works out well, this is probably how it's going to be for a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Um, My voice is giving out, but it's just most likely because we're going to be graduating soon anyway, um, so we're not really going to be in the same room for a very long time regardless of whether or not this virus was happening so this is probably going to be the format for at least a while hopefully things go back to normal and we can do another in-person episode but for the most part expect this to be the way that we're going to be proceeding with the board and browsing podcast for the foreseeable future uh how are you guys doing though you know just fine um just sort
1: of at my apartment hanging out with my roommates doing nothing <laughs> that's it's i think kind of what the the standard is lately
2: yeah what about you samson what have i been doing uh uh i've watched a lot of movies <laughs> so uh, i got <laughs> i can actually contribute more
0: than usual this week oh nice yeah i gotta tell you guys this funny story so i went for a walk a couple days ago because i went back to my home in new jersey And there's like tons of people outside when it gets sunny, like all over the place. Um, So I decided that I was just going to walk around and wander the neighborhood. And I go to the high school that's nearby my house. And there's a little park there and I'm wandering around the park and I go to leave, like go out the gate. I would usually go out and there's police duct tape and I can't go through. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Like, am I not supposed to be here? And I I turned back and realized that the place I came in from, there's also police duct tape, and I just ignored it. So I was like, all right, well, if there's duct tape everywhere, I'm just going to go back to where I need to leave from. So I go back to where I'm supposed to leave from, and there's a fence. I don't really know how to hop fences. I gave it a shot, and I now know how to hop fences. Hell yeah, dude. Wait, I'm confused how you got into this place without seeing the police caution tape. I walked through a parking lot, and it wasn't on the parking lot. It was on the uh, park gate. Okay. And the gate, like, it's literally one of those fences that kind of curves around, and then there's, like, an open space. And they didn't put the tape up, or they put the tape up on the open space, but then it's just even more open because the fence ends to the right of it. So I just walked around that. Hmm. Yeah, I was oblivious. It's just a normal Danny oblivious. And yet you are still a criminal. Funny how that works. Yeah, yeah, I I trespassed. But also now I know how to hop fences, which is something I want to learn for a very long time. So can't complain too much. We are witnessing. Is is there a lot to hopping a fence, Danny? (laughs) Um, Well, you gotta get up (laughs) on the fence, and then you gotta you gotta kind of swing over. See, I'm not good, so I don't do a very fluid motion. I'm sure, like, some people can do a single hop. I'm more like, get over, slowly get my legs over, and then hope for the best as I jump down. Mm. See, we are witnessing the birth of a criminal mastermind
1: right now. You see, the only thing holding Danny back from a life of terrible crime
2: was fences. (laughs) (laughs) But now... (laughs) Danny's now Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. The only barrier to entry was hopping
0: the fence. I wouldn't complain (laughs) if I was Tom Cruise. I actually I used to joke around about this, but I I told my parents to like close friends that if they ever catch a serial killer and his call sign is that he leaves a perfectly peeled orange right from top to front, a single peel that's completely connected. That's me. (laughs) Like, I will be the the serial killer whose call sign is a perfectly peeled orange or clementine rind, and I will just leave that on the dead body. And if they see that, if it's just one, don't do anything. If it's two, start being suspicious. And if it's three, that's when you call the police and say it's me. Okay. Noted. Wait. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so if that ever happens, you know, that's where we're going in the future. All right, Samson,
2: what would your serial killer call sign be? <laughs> um... Oh man, probably giant buttock imprints because I probably crushed them with my big old dumps like a truck, brother. You know.
1: You know if that's I I saw it coming. Uh, that would would have been my prediction, but I didn't want to put words in your mouth.
0: Samson's got cake. He does. Yeah, it's it's just a fact. These are the things we. It's can't It's enough deny. to leave like the Jurassic Park type footprint <laughs> in the in the dirt. <laughs> These creatures <laughs> are magnificent. Like, it, it's like it's pouring rain So they kind of look down And it's just filling up with water <laughs> They hear a boom in the distance But instead of the steps of a Of a dinosaur It's Samson's cheeks clapping together <laughs> As he runs after them You know the like The little bouncing toy Where where you would sit on it And hop around Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that But just with his cheeks Oh a- absolutely Yeah <laughs> What about you, Sean? What would be your serial killer call uh, I would. It would be a a newly cleaned bathroom,
1: because I would always go to the bathroom at, at the the house of the person I kill, and then I would I would I would clean it up a little bit as well, because they probably haven't cleaned it enough, and and it's so easy. You can just even with a piece of toilet paper, just like wipe it around the rim of the bowl, and it's so much cleaner. I don't see why people. And and this is why I become a serial killer.
0: <laughs> Oh, I peaked the audio Uh, there a little bit, (laughs) Wolves. So I was actually thinking because there's not like a ton of news. Like it has been two weeks, but at the same time, most of the news is just things are canceled or delayed at this point. Or like people are sick and it's really sad and depressing. So I have some other stuff, but I want to save it for later. I think we should go into uh, what we've been watching first. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like we got a solid amount of that. I know I have a pretty stacked list right here. So okay. I, I'm down to just do stuff from this for a little bit. Before
2: we go too into this, um, number one viewed show on Netflix right now is The Tiger King. Have you guys been watching this?
0: The ti- oh, no, Tiger Oh, Tiger King. I just saw it Tiger today. King, yeah, not I The Tiger King. Netflix. Tiger King? No. I, I haven't. Oh no. my
2: god, okay. I, I brought it up because um, I, I was hoping you guys might have watched it too. Um you guys got to watch it for the next week. All right. Okay. What is it? It's um it's a limited series uh documentary series and um it follows so there's this guy named Joe Exotic and I think he got arrested in like the fall and I'm pretty into true crime and um so like he was arrested for taking out a hit on this woman. Where this gets crazy is his name's Joe Exotic, and he uh, owns a tiger zoo. He a, a privately owned tiger zoo, and um, he's also a country music artist, and he's also um, got two husbands. And uh, he he it's I can't explain it. It it truly feels like you're watching a Christopher Guest movie you know, like best in show or something. <laughs> the, like every single person in this series is like a written character. They all are so weird and like out there in such specific ways. And like every time they introduce another character, it's the, I call them characters. Every time they introduce another <laughs> person, it's like, it, it almost feels like, oh my God, they just like came up with an even better character. It, it is, and I don't want to go into it and take away from it it's so goddamn funny for the first episode it gets a lot more serious out after that but like it's so fun and it's so addicting i huh. i haven't been like right. hooked on a show like this in a long time i don't even like documentaries and i can't stop watching it
0: <laughs> all right i'll i have to give it a shot now yeah. that, that sounds like a pretty good recommendation um you know what we could do we could each like go around and do one at a time yeah, just let's so do it's like that. Not one person talking a ton, and we're switching around audio. (coughs) Um, So I guess my first thing that I watched, I saw the new Star Wars movie, uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Nice. I'm not going to talk too much because I don't know if we're actually putting out the episode we recorded two weeks ago before this, um, where we did uh, talk a lot about Star Wars, so I'll keep this very brief. This wasn't a good movie. (laughs) Um, I really didn't like it for the first half at a minimum. I was just kind of like why is this happening like what where are they going what is like what is the plot here and it just it wasn't good i mean kylo ren and ray were the best parts and ray wasn't even that good she's she was better in previous movies but wow that was just a bad star wars movie <laughs> so i i was very disappointed um that's all i'm really gonna say about it it's just not a good movie like you gotta see it just to finish out the trilogy but I don't recommend this just stick with the original trilogy of four five and six yeah I don't even
1: remember what I didn't like about it or liked about it anymore like it just it wasn't
0: super memorable at this point yeah <clears throat> yeah I, I did like Poe more but at the same time it was like imagine if they had built his character in the previous two movies instead of shoehorning all this backstory in this one that no, doesn't make like, sense why would you do that
2: That's kind of what I I heard about this new movie is that, like, uh, since it kind of tries to redo everything that happened in The Last Jedi and there was no overall arc, they're trying to, like, shove in a major plot point every, like, five minutes um, is what I heard. I haven't seen it, but that's how it was described to me.
0: That feels accurate. They put way too much emphasis on Leia being Rey's... uh Like, mentor and master. Mm. And it felt like it kind of took away from the fact that Luke was the one who was training her for a hot sec. I'm wondering if
1: they were planning on having there be a lot more Leia Ray stuff, and then uh, Carrie Fisher died. And they were like, whoops. Yeah, probably. uh, (laughs) I guess let's just sort of kind of explain that away a little bit. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it did
0: feel like that. Which is sad, oh, yeah, so that. Yeah, I, I, I did feel bad, but at the same time, I was kind of hoping they would just go full into the fact that she wasn't around. Yeah. As opposed to just kind of, like, ambiguous her dying, and, and it's just, I don't know. It, it just wasn't a good movie. I was expecting a little more, especially because J.J. Abrams came back, but, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to talk too much <laughs> about this. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what about you? What's something you uh, watched?
1: I watched Annabelle Returns Home.
0: Uh... <laughs> And yeah. is that a children's uh, movie or is that a scary that is movie? a scary movie that is part of the Annabelle okay because it could go either way it sounds like a schoolgirl like getting back from her crazy day at school in a way you could say it's like that if you
1: take <laughs> uh, a schoolgirl and replace that with a demon and a crazy day of school being the depths of hell then yeah it's 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 a one-to-one
2: comparison uh, Yo, it sounds d- like my childhood <laughs> hmm? I I got to say, Danny, you're pretty spot on with that. It does sound like it could be a children's movie. <laughs> Annabelle Comes it Home. Sounds
0: like, it sounds like a book that you would read to kids in like one of those public libraries, and you'd see like a celebrity sit down or a president, and they'd be like, Annabelle got back from her exorcism after a crazy day at school.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can picture the Annabelle books right next to the Junie e. B. Jones books. You know, <laughs> what about Cam Jansen? Ah, uh, dude. Magic Treehouse. Nobody. I actually never read... Cam Jansen.
1: Nobody's read you, you Cam You always get really Cam upset when Janssen. I say that. I do. Everyone should read Cam Jansen. Click. Huh? All right. Somewhere out there, one listener is going to be like, hey, Cam Jansen. Hell yeah. The uh, detective with photographic memory who's also in elementary school. It's great. <laughs> read Cam Jansen. Anyway, back to Annabelle comes home or gone home. It's one of those two. It's something about Annabelle and she's at home. But so it's kind of, um, it's, I guess, uh, I don't actually know where it falls in the in the, the Conjuring-verse series because they're all, you know, like uh, kind of tied together with, um, oh my god, I forget the last, the Warrens, the Warrens. It's all sort of, this horror universe surrounds this two, like, demon-hunting, spectral, banishing couple, the Warrens. And it's actually, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was it was pretty it was pretty spooky. Uh, it was paced really well. I think that the parts that had the Warrens in them uh, were pretty good because I think at this point they've been acting together the two actors for a while, so I think that their chemistry is really uh, like coming together. And I it it was a period piece sort of in that it took place in the 70s, I think. Um, which which was kind of cool, and they definitely like uh, leaned into it a little bit, uh, not not too much because obviously when it's just about a demon being in your house, it's not like the geopolitical landscape is going to come in very much. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> that would have been I'd interesting. Love a political though. demon. Yeah, if if Annabelle talks about who she's voting for in the upcoming election <laughs> as she's summoning you know hell flames. Not that that really Still happens. Still in a children's book, Annabelle, but it's like propaganda.
2: Jimmy Carter fan.
1: But so so the <laughs> the basic plot of it is that they take Annabelle home after her last uh, round of shenanigans out doing uh, evil doll stuff in the world. And they take her back into their house and into their – they just have a room where they keep evil shit, which you might think is a mistake. But no, nah, it's not because that way it's contained. Uh, and then Annabelle gets out because a babysitter, because they have to go away for a while. Uh, the Warrens leave. They <laughs> leave a babysitter. One of The babysitter's friend, like, messes around in there. And then, essentially, it's kind of like all of the evil is starting to interact with everybody. Uh, and it's it ends up kind of being like, um, I'm trying to think of the phrase for it, but we end up interacting with a lot of different kinds of, like, uh, villainous monster creatures. And it's kind of cool. And some of them oh, yeah. have some pretty creative design. There's... One about a guy with like coins in his eyes, which is one of the scarier things I've ever seen in in a, like a horror movie. It was really
0: solid. Um, well, you know where that came from, right? Yeah, they, some they mythology used to do thing. Like Norse, yeah, Norse mythology. They would put the coins, and also like Greek and I think Roman too. But it was basically like their way of getting into the underworld. Yeah, to pay the river coins. guy, river riverboat guy, yeah. across the sticks. Whatever. God, I love Greek. Mythology. Not my
1: English major. Not a history major. So I, I can't say for sure, um, but honestly, I, I would recommend it if you're into horror movies. It's like pretty solid, and you definitely ha- don't need to have watched the other uh, like Conjuring verse movies to to enjoy it, because it, it's just it, it's it the the fun of it is based off of the spookiness, not necessarily the deep and it is surprisingly deep lore about uh, Annabelle and the Warrens. <laughs> That's all I got for that.
2: That sounds That's good. I, I want to check that out. I, I, I really liked, um, I saw the last Annabelle movie, and I liked it more than I thought I would. They're, they're pretty world? creepy.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't do horror, so I haven't seen any of them, and I Love probably it. won't. Love it. Mm, I, I can't stand <laughs> it. Uh. All right, what about you, Samson? Um, can I pitch a video game? Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is like literally anything you've been watching cool. at this point because we're stuck at home. We might as well yeah. talk about video games. So uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I've been playing Animal Crossing too. It's
2: it's a good game. Oh, I'll I'll, it's so good. I'll hold off in case you want to talk about it. I've been alternating between two very different games: uh, Animal Crossing and Resident Evil Seven Biohazard.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? They're the exact same.
2: Yeah, kind of. Um, but uh, I, I hadn't. I held off on buying uh, Resident Evil 7 for a long time. Um, I just wasn't sure about it. Um, you know, I and I didn't know anybody that had played it, but uh, I, I picked it up for $20 yesterday, and uh, it is so goddamn good. I'm, I'm really into... I like survival horror games, but I don't like... I'm not a huge fan of the new trend where... Um, you are completely unarmed uh and and you have to like hide and sneak around the entire game Hmm. i I like to be able to like have a little bit of power you know it's it's no fun when you're just running and hiding the entire game in my opinion and this game gives you just like just enough weapons that you can like you have to get through certain uh obstacles and and monsters and all that kind of stuff and um there are uh kind of boss fight esque type things where they're not real boss fights. It's more like running around and like trying to figure out how to like destroy this like possessed person. That's like trying to murder you. It is so good. It's also available for PlayStation VR, which
0: oh god, I, I looked into <laughs> getting a,
2: I looked, I was so close last night to buying a PS VR headset. Um, <laughs> Damn. Cause I, I don't know. I, I, I I, like, I'm already like screaming on my couch in, in terror from, from playing it on a TV screen. I don't think I could mentally handle playing it with a VR headset. But um, That's fair. It's, it's, uh, it's so good. It's so scary. And it's um, heavily influenced by uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, which is one of my favorite horror movies. And um, imagine having to sneak through the, the, the house from Texas Chainsaw Massacre while the family's looking for you. And it oh, is God. so scary. It's so goddamn good. Um, it's the best. It's my favorite horror game I played since uh, Dead Space um, mm. in back in high school. I, I
0: haven't I haven't loved a horror game this much in a long time. I, I just cool. I can't recommend it enough. So I actually have a question for you because you talked about not liking stealth and hiding. Yeah, in the Spider Man and Arkham games, you've played them, right? Yes. Um, Did you like the stealth moving around parts and like the stealth takedowns or were so you not a fan?
2: What I like about those games is it gives you an option where it's like, for the most part, it gives you an option. It, it very much rewards you being stealthy. But if you want to run in and just try to beat everybody up, you kind of can. And yeah. and that's what I like. I don't like what it like forces you into a stealth um, playthrough and like... I didn't, the one thing I didn't like in Spider-Man, the only my only complaint about the Spider-Man game for the PlayStation 4 was, um, I hated the levels where you had to like play as like MJ or, uh, Miles where you had to just sneak around. I hate those kinds of things. (laughs) Um, I, I like, I'm a really impatient person and I, I really just want to like, you know, get Mm -hmm. in there and just like do some crazy shit uh, like in video games, not not in real life. Um, ah, so I'm just gonna break into a building and
0: attack people. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna hop fences with me.
2: Um, oh
1: no! but <laughs> <laughs> The fence hopper and the get in there and do things. Look <laughs> like at dynamic duo.
0: <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> uh,
1: police, um, police, caution tape. It doesn't. They don't even see it. They just go right past it. <laughs> They don't care. They're maniacs.
2: (laughs) I'm going to get right in there, brother. I'm going to do all
1: the things. Going to start collecting Uh, things, all the collectibles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He's not even stealthing. uh, He's just running in. (laughs) But,
2: but like, did did either of you ever play um, Outlast? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Um, Outlast is a great game, and I loved it, but um, that's, I think, a great example of, like, You're running around an abandoned um, uh, mental hospital uh, where they did experiments on the patients and they're all, like, deformed monsters now. And, like, you just have to hide in lockers and stuff and just hope they don't find you. And uh, Oh, Samson,
1: I'm sorry. Is my high school experience not acceptable (laughs) for you? (laughs) Yeah, oh, is there, was, is there, outlast, is a, was outlast a Sean McGarry high school
2: simulator? Yeah,
1: it was. It, I mean, it was. It was a little bit changed. It was a little bit changed, but it was kind of based on my story, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: You Shut know, a lot of people
1: say if I just wasn't filming things all the time, people wouldn't have made fun of me. But <laughs> I personally think that it was all for posterity. I think it made it better.
0: Nice. Wow.
2: Oh, one last thing I gotta say about. Um, Uh, Resident Evil 7 before we move on one of the coolest things about it is um, you find videotapes all over the place that are like marked and you can put them in VHS players um, and they're all found footage tapes and you get to play through them actually Mm -hmm. all the DLC two of the DLCs are found footage tapes of people having run-ins with this family and what's awesome is it's a found footage tape, so you know things go wrong. So, like, you know that your, your character's eventually going to die. It is so scary, and I love the found footage kind of documentary style of horror. And to get to play through one of those as, like, you know, a, a, a cameraman for, like, a ghost hunter show is, like, it's just so cool. It's just so fun. It's Anyways, awesome. <laughs> I I I'm, I'm I'm I'll
0: stop talking about Resident Evil Seven because I've been going on about it for like five minutes now. No, it's all good. Um, so the the next thing that I I watched and this was a little while ago because it was towards the start of the quarantine, but I finished Avenue Five. Um, had a really solid uh series, but a very poor series finale or season finale. Sorry, mm. I I watched um, it too, and I for- feel similarly. Yeah, it, it is confirmed for season two, so they definitely have places to go with it. I was just very disappointed with that final episode. I thought they could have done a lot better. And just given the track record of the show, it started pretty strong, went, like, plateaued, I would say, a little bit. And then it really went downhill for that uh, series finale, season finale, sorry. Um, so I'd still, like, I'd recommend checking it out. I think it's a good show. I think it could be be better and I hope that they fix the issues in the first season in the next one but overall like I, I don't know like what were your thoughts on it, Samson um honestly I thought the entire show, like I had mixed feelings
2: about the entire show I did like it a lot overall but something that I found very weird about it was like the I wouldn't say quality but like how much I liked it vastly fluctuated like from episode to episode um, yeah it it was, and and not because it was bad or anything, but like I feel like it was all over the place, um, and I feel like it kind of struggled to find its footing. I think that this might be one of those shows where um, it it gets really strong in the second season, and the first season is kind of considered to be uh, one of those seasons where it's trying to find out what it's trying to do and find out it's like find its footing.
0: Yeah, mm. I definitely think it could do that. I was I was expecting similarly for it to be more like crude graphic humor. Mm. Um, wasn't really going that much. I think I think we talked about this before, but like Zach Woods yeah. did a phenomenal job and he was he was the highlight of the last few episodes. I agree. <laughs> I completely yeah. agree. So I mean, if you like Zach Woods and you like V, <clears throat> just go check it out. I, I think it definitely has room to grow and I'm really excited to see where it's gonna go in the future, but Definitely didn't leave on a good note. So hopefully they can rectify that in the future. Uh, is this one of those situations where it's like a different writer for each episode or something like that, or there's a team you know, of I writers? No, I don't know. Because that could have. I, I to could do definitely with look it. that up. Um, yeah, it could be. I, I think. I think the main writer is probably the guy who created Veep, but I, I need to double check that. I yeah, have my computer, so I can double check. Because if it's one of those, me look it up.
1: if it's if it's where you know maybe a different team or a different like grouping of the team were in charge of different episodes maybe that's like a part of it and then afterwards mm-hmm. they'll be like well okay episodes from like uh bob over here didn't do as well so we're gonna <laughs> give more to uh you know cindy or whatever no i don't yeah. i know nothing about the show though that's just baseless conjecture
0: yeah my favorite um, here i'm gonna look because episode nine or episode eight the one before the finale was really good, so I'm going to look if the writer is the same for both of them. But you guys can talk about something you guys watched in the meantime. Uh, is we're it at? on to me now? Is that where we're at? cycle, it yeah. yeah.
1: I also watched The Curse of... Oh God, I think it's... La
2: Llorona? Yeah,
1: it? La, La Llorona? I think it's Llorona. Um, okay. Not great. Not very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was one of those movies that just... It couldn't... It was very strangely paced. Um, mm. It was, like, just all over the place in terms of peaks of where the, like, uh, the monster... Not the monster, but where good old LL, uh, for short, shows up. Um, and it's, like, weirdly about kids dying, which isn't very fun. Um, <laughs> because It's just kind of sad. And then <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I don't know, it, it's, yeah, I think the biggest part for me was, was the pacing because I really like it when a horror movie, maybe it starts, you know, first, somewhere in the first 20 minutes, there's something particularly scary. But then it, like, slows down for a little bit into a ramp up into, like, the final, you know, like, starting a little slow in the second third and then moving up to where the last third
2: is maybe almost entirely, like, scary stuff. But this... Um, hmm? Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, uh, is this also James Wan? Does he have anything to do with this? Like, is this part of the Conjuring universe? No, no. This is okay.
1: completely
0: unrelated movie. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I found out the information I was looking for. So the teleplay, I, I don't know if that's like who's directing the episode and like doing like, like for writing credits. I don't know what teleplay is. Do teleplay means
2: is? it's teleplay is the, the episode equivalent of a screenplay. So they okay. wrote the script. Yeah.
0: So the screenplay varies from episode to episode, um, but the story is typically created by similar people. Um, for the mm. finale and the second to last episode, because those were two vastly different in terms of enjoyment for me personally, mm-hmm. there was different writers and different stories. So so the only consistent uh, factor is Armando Iannucci, who created the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, the people who were working on the teleplay and the story changed between each episode. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe that has yeah. something to do with it then. Yeah, I could definitely see that being the case. We'll have to see how Sorry, they so uh, organize it next time. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah, no, it just wasn't... It was paced kind of strangely. Um, and it, it was one where, you know, in horror movies, the rules, quote-unquote, of the, the monster are... Oh, wait, like, you know, there's there's some wiggle room for them where just what they can do is a little bit unclear, you know, because that helps with the horror aspect. But there mm, were parts yeah, where, it, like, it just felt kind of all over the place for this one. Like, there was this thing about if you use, like, dust, like bark, like wood chips from a tree somewhere in Mexico and spread them across the door frame, like, you know, along the, the bottom of the door frame... She can't get into the house. <laughs> hmm.
0: You know, windows don't mean anything. It's just the door frame. That, and that can't. I'll tell you what, the same thing actually works with my grandparents. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. As soon as I spread it, like, they can't come into the house. Mm, gotcha. So th- there's some validity there. Oh, and that's probably because they can't,
1: they're too old to get through windows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they can't climb through a window, so they need to use the yeah. door. Probably the same with uh, good old LL. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but and definitely. but the thing is, this came at, like, the... With way, way, way within, like, the very last chunk of the movie. Uh, it was only around for maybe the past last 30 minutes, because a character who's an expert only gets brought in in the last 30 minutes, so it's kind of like, oh, there's all these new rules mm-hmm. coming out of nowhere. Um, that it... Which, which I, I think could be fine, you know, because it's an expert is coming in, but it, it just sort of, to me, it kind of cheapened the experience a little bit. And there's a terrible, simply a terrible scene. I don't think this is spoilers, where a little girl, the little girl who you know LL is attempting to murderize, uh, she sees oh for some reason the front door's open, I don't remember how it got open, but she sees her doll. It's out, it's on, it's outside. It's on the other side of the wood chips. So she's like, you know what I'll do? I'll stretch and get it. But I won't break the wood chips. And then do you know what she does? She broke the she wood chips. She bumps chip. the wood chips and as soon as my
0: grandparents came over. And then
1: yeah, Danny's grandparents charged right in and started just eating everything and complaining about
0: the house being unclean despite the fact that the mother spent all day cleaning it. No, my, my my grandparents don't. My, my grandma will always try and do everything, so she would come in to clean the house instead. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, good thing there are <laughs> exorcist experts to kill her. So, do you think it's like a Deus Ex Machina type situation that happened with the expert showing up? Like not even because he doesn't do a very not good even. job. Yeah, it's like he's not. He doesn't seem that
1: good at it. I don't know. I yeah. wouldn't particularly recommend it. Uh, uh, okay. Unless you take some enjoyment out of horror movies that aren't too great, which I kind of do, so I was able to get some enjoyment there, but
0: otherwise, maybe not worth your time. Understood. All right, Samson, what you got? Um, <clears throat>
2: Let's see. I also watched this week the great 1999 classic, Never Been Kissed. Mm. And uh, I hated it. I hated it <laughs> so much. I I... I don't make, mean to take away joy from people that did like it, because I know some people actually really do like that movie, and that's totally cool. I'm just saying, personally, I, I, I tried to stop it about 50 minutes in, like 5-0. I, I, I want to clarify. I got halfway through the movie, and then I was like, god damn... I want to stop this so bad, but I've already <laughs> spent 50 minutes watching it. I think I should probably try to finish it, like, finish it. And uh, I have never wanted to stop watching a movie so bad before. Wow.
0: Um
2: and, and I have a really hard time, like, stopping something halfway through and letting it go. Um, it, it, like, bugs me, and I can't, like... I'm like, oh, I really wish I had known what happened, you know? Um, yeah, I'm the same. But... But with this one, it was purely a matter of goddamn! I watched too much of it. Now I just like just to make myself feel like I didn't waste that last hour. I should probably just suck it up and watch the next 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> so um, let me let me sprinkle some of these plot details on you. All right. Um, it, imagine 21 Jump Street, right? But instead of two cops it's one reporter who goes undercover at a high school to do undercover journalism with no story planned out ahead of time. She is looking <laughs> for her
0: story while well undercover. Huh? Wow. <laughs> um, that sounds like the writers didn't put it together and then just ran with the idea as well. Yep. yep. Uh, it's
2: uh, pretty rough. Um, uh, the lead is played by Drew Barrymore. Her boss is played by John C. Riley, and her older brother is played by David Arquette. It's a pretty good cast, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she goes undercover, and he's trying to find a story, and uh, she falls in love with her hot teacher who really likes hockey, and like he's cool because he like has a hockey stick in his classroom, and he starts like Whoa. showing him
0: all the cool stuff he can do with his hockey it's not, stick. It's not Justin Long, is it? No, no. Oh, thank God. No. They always pair the two of them together.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pre-Justin Long, uh, you know, uh, it, uh, there are three jailbait jokes, um, Hmm. there are three instances where characters have to consider, like, seriously consider whether or not they're going to commit statutory rape, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's such an awful, it's so bad, it's so bad, and it's like, yeah, and in those senses it's pretty pretty like thoughtlessly uh oh I don't know, like kinda offensive. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um hmm. but it's it's all worth it for the climax. The climax made me laugh so goddamn hard. Um and I won't go into it too much because it'll ruin okay. the entire movie. Hmm. But uh yeah. It made me glad that I watched the last half of that movie because it was the big payoff that I was I was looking for. Still wouldn't recommend watching it. It was <laughs> okay. atrocious. It was so horrible. Um, so fair. what was the name of that again? Never been kissed. Oh, because the kissed. plot is she was a nerd in high school. So she keeps having flashbacks to uh, how traumatic her high school experience was. and she is 24 and has never been kissed, which is like brought up in the first five minutes. And then not referenced again, really, until the last 20 minutes of the movie. Hmm. And they named the movie after it and based huge plot points off of it in the last 20 minutes. Nice. do nothing
0: with it for the majority of the movie. It sounds like a PTSD 21 Jump Street war movie. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, because like she's getting the flashbacks. She She's going undercover. She, she's discovering what's going on. And there's a lot of... Action happening, I guess. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but Twenty One Jump Street because they're in high school. Oh yeah, yeah well, right. It's, yeah, that, um, <laughs> it,
2: it truly is just a really horrible
0: romantic comedy version of Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Okay. Um. So something I was watching, which is a movie I actually do recommend, is Knives Out.
2: Oh, that's Ooh. so good! It's such a good movie. Yeah.
0: So it's a it's a really fun like whodunit with a very great cast. It's got Ana de Armas, Chris Evans, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like it, it's just it's very clever. I wouldn't recommend watching it on your own. I think it's more fun with other people, and trying to guess like who done it and who who's the culprit. Um, but the basic plot is that uh, this family who is very very rich and all of them are very successful, uh, bar a few. Um, the grandfather character, like the head of the family, has been murdered, and um, Daniel Craig and Lakeith... Steinfield, stanfield. Yeah, stanfield um i think the two of them do an investigation to try and determine who actually killed him and what's going on in this family so it's very it's it's cleverly done it's ryan johnson who i had trouble trusting after the eighth star wars movie but this was really enjoyable and i i really liked it so i would definitely recommend checking this out but make sure you're with people That's yeah that, that was it that was all I had to say. Sorry you, um, you cut out
1: for the last 3 seconds of that. Oh, so okay. I have
0: no idea what you just Woo, <laughs> said. audio glitches. It's yeah. basically I said like I I would check it out like I'd recommend checking it out. Oh okay. yeah and
2: they're they're also making a sequel um I believe uh based off of <laughs> Knives <Daniel>. in Yeah. <laughs> it, it's actually
0: Forks in. Uh, yes yeah.
2: Um, but I think the sequel is going to center around another case that Daniel Craig's character has to solve. Oh, I'm really
0: down for that. I liked his, cra- I liked his character, wasn't sure about his southern drawl.
2: I kind of liked it.
0: It was—I don't know. It, it was, was just a, it was, it was a, a little a fun off-putting.
2: Movie. Did
1: you see the SNL skit about that?
0: No, <laughs> no I haven't. It watched was that
1: very yet. entertaining. That's—that's that's all I'm okay. gonna say. It's a skit about Daniel Craig and uh, his character working on developing a Southern draw, and
2: it's—it's it's really. <laughs> I'll it's definitely have to good. check that out. Yeah, I'll check that out.
0: Do you guys have like a lot of other stuff? Because I could go through some of my things very quickly. Because I didn't want to talk about them too much. Yeah, we could,
2: we could do some lightning rounds real quick.
0: Sure. Cool. Um. So here are the quick things I want to talk about. Dave, The Little Dicky Show, episode five, um, is all about one of the characters who's dealing with bipolar. It is very well done. That was an excellent episode of TV, and I highly recommend checking out the show because of that episode. So definitely worth watching. It was really, really well told, and it also felt like a less cliche, like, I have bipolar and more like, him just trying to come to terms with it and it's not little dicky who does it's uh, one of his hype men
1: mm. oh cool so okay. I,
0: I liked it um legends of tomorrow it's a dc tv show i've been watching it for years i'm a huge fan it's basically like a bunch of uh side pushed off dc characters from the arrowverse tv shows get put on a time traveling ship and travel through time to fix history right first season was terrible Like, absolutely terrible. But in the second season, the writers realized how dumb an idea this show is, right? It's superpowers, but they time travel and make history worse. So they just said, fuck it. Like, they literally do whatever they want with the script, and the show has been so great because of it. Hmm. So they had an episode um, in season five, uh, episode seven, where one of the characters who's been on from the very start uh, was leaving the show. And he um, like it wasn't that he wanted to leave. It was that the writers felt like his character had told enough story. But I think it's more along the lines that like they didn't want to pay him more because once you get to like that fifth season afterwards, you have to start getting a lot more money. Mm. So they had him as a guest star on that fifth season. And then he's kind of done. And it was really sad because he was one of the best characters and they had some really great bro moments between him and another one. And I was watching it and like it felt like how my roommates and I would react to each other if we were going through these situations. And it was hmm. it was really great. I, I thought it was really good storytelling. And it had um, a really great quote, actually, that I wanted to read because I, I thought this summed up friendship like excellently. So it, it's uh this is the quote. It's a weird thing with friendship. It starts because you need each other, and then if you do it right and help each other grow, you need each other less. I guess change is the whole point.
1: You cut out again. For I cut me. out again. Yeah.
0: Damn it. Well,
2: I heard it, Danny. I, I thought that was really nice. I like that.
0: Yeah, it's basically about like how friendship is all about growing with each other, and when you start to grow, you no longer need to rely on your friends because that's the whole point of growth. So it's like the end goal of friendship is that you don't need to rely on each other as much and friendship starts as a necessity. But and I, don't know, I just thought the, it was a really good quote. This this feels like a pretty
1: good time for me to bring this up. I'm gonna be starting a solo podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think you guys have helped me realize, you know, what what it how one has to make a podcast, but I really think it's time for me to begin my solo career.
0: Is this about discovering undercover serial killers? It, it, well, it's actually about me being a serial killer. Oh, wow. Um, okay. This is, you actually,
1: you'll have to cut this part out because it's going to be like the opposite of a true crime podcast. It's going to be me talking about all these people that I'm going to kill then do kill and I do a little post-kill <laughs> kind of like breakdown thing and then later on, you know, I only, but I only release it afterwards. That's the important mm. thing. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be fun. It's going to be kind of quirky, kind of weird, kind of experimental. We're going to see how it goes. Yeah, that's what we're looking for.
0: Quirky mm-hmm. and weird. <laughs> oh, and just so you know, I will be killing you two, just to get it out mm-hmm. there. Damn, okay. Oh, is that why you want us to cut it off? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who are you coming Understood. for first?
1: Well, that would spoil the fun, wouldn't it? Ah, uh, you're
0: right, yeah, otherwise you're right. Otherwise, they're never going to tune in. It's also going to be both of you at the
1: same time, but cut that part what?
0: too. I don't want to spoil right, the audience. Been, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Um... And then the last, like, little bit TV show I want to talk about, Steven Universe, aired its finale, and it was really good, but it felt a little rushed, so I I wish they had more time with the final season, but the show is now done, it kind of ends, like, the Cartoon Network era of 2010 uh, animation, because Adventure Time's done, and Regular Show, and, like, all of those really titular titles for um, Cartoon Network are now over, so I'm curious to see where they go from here, but... It was good. It was it was a really good show, and I really really like it. Hmm. That's a uh, that's had <laughs> <got. Yeah>, dead <laughs> air.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> you, that's that's all you have. That's that's all you. Yeah, chose? yeah. Gotcha. I mean, those were those were the ones I want to talk about quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Also, last thing, started watching Watchmen.
2: Oh, uh, how do you yeah. like it?
0: It's pretty good. I'm a little confused at some parts. I think I need to brush up on my Watchmen history and reread the comics. Yeah. otherwise, it, like it, it seems pretty good. I'm only two episodes in. I gotta I gotta buckle down and watch it. Um honestly it gets
2: easier to understand the further you get along in it because they only reference a handful of characters, um, you know, and events to the point where
0: they, they fill in a lot of the gaps for you if you just keep going yeah that's what it seems like uh i like i think because i know some of the characters it makes it a little easier and it it, from what i've heard it really focuses on dr manhattan Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm curious like i'm definitely going to stick with it it's definitely a show i'm interested in watching especially now that i have the time to um but yeah i'll let you know how it goes from there right now i just like it i don't have a a recommendation for yet because i haven't seen enough yeah i i want to say i hated it for
2: the first three episodes uh I because I thought some of the dialogue is pretty rough at, the, at like in in the show. Um, also, some some things just don't make sense. Like some of it, like there, there's a scene I, I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like the scene that made me stop watching it for a while was um, uh, the main character works for the police, and uh, she calls in and reports. She's like oh, did like, the alarms go off in this building due to a break-in? And they're like, no, should we send someone over? And she's like, no, I got this. I'll take care of it. And she hangs up the phone, and then she breaks into the building that she just reported a break-in at. Like, which would draw... You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. That would, that would mean she's the prime suspect because she predicted it before it even happened. It's just like... I don't understand the rating on that show, sometimes. Samson, Samson. But. She didn't see the
0: caution tape. She didn't see the police tape. <laughs> <She> <laughs> and there was just one
1: fence.
2: So cool.
0: <laughs> Alright, lightning round for you guys. Who wants to go first?
2: Um
0: I don't care. Do you have a preference, John? I don't have too
2: much to talk about, so either way. Yeah. Yeah, you go go for it, buddy. Alright, sure.
1: Um Uh well a little while ago. Oh, also, uh, I don't know if you were thinking about this after Lightning Round, but we have to talk about the finale of High School Musical the Musical. Oh, we yeah, do. Yeah, we, we definitely do. do. I was saving that
0: for the end. Okay,
1: yeah. Um, So, I, things that I watched, I watched with uh, Samson, Hannah, and Maria over a a FaceTime watch, uh, Small Soldiers, uh, <laughs> a, a 80s film, if I believe I'm correct, about... Uh, 90s. 90s? Sean. It was 90s? Okay. It was early '90s. I think it's late '90s. Late actually. '90s. Ah, gosh, yeah. you know I can't tell anything anymore. But um, uh, it, it's about toys. So the the there's there's the commandos and the Gorgonites, and they come alive because military grade AI technology was put into them and And it's this the story of how they they fight each other and, and how this impacts the human beings around them. And it's I, it's pretty campy and actually really fun, all things <laughs> considered. Uh, I, I can recommend it as like just sort of, uh, you know, just something to sort of put on, you know if you've if you've got some friends around or if you just want something kind of like frivolous to watch on your own. it's uh, yes. surprisingly good special effects considering yeah. when it was made like, shockingly good i I, like there's definitely way 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 worse looking way worse looking stuff all throughout the 2000s um so i was i was kind of surprised by that which helped it i think honestly because i really bad cgi always pulls me out even when i know it's like a limitation of the stuff at the time i'm of the mind that it's like if you don't have the technology don't really try it so I, it, I I think it, the CGI and the special effects didn't take it all take me out at all, and it was uh, pretty fun. Well, that's good to hear. Then um, something else. Oh, I, I had something. I forget what the other movie I wanted to talk about was, but uh, in terms of a game, I know Samson mentioned a game. I've been playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps lately, which is a How sequel is to Ori, and the, it is fantastic. It is such a good game. It is beautiful. It plays really smoothly, and it's just super satisfying and wholesome. Like, okay. it's it's just it's just a good time. And uh, I don't know how much it would cost normally. I have it because of uh, Xbox Game Pass, which is like Netflix except for games. Um, and and uh, Samson's being inappropriate in in the <laughs> video call. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. It's yeah. a fish. But I, I can say it's it's a super satisfying, just, like, single-player, uh, kind of Castlevania-style. Metroidvania, I think, is, is the term for it. Uh, like, platformer, kind of, like, little bit of fighting aspect in there. It's really fun. Cool. Uh, and that's all I can... There's definitely... Oh, I've been just watching a bunch of YouTube also. Yeah. Just YouTube's cause, been coming in clutch. Yeah. And I have nothing in particular there to recommend other than the fact that everything Bon Appetit does is great. Uh,
2: so (laughs) that, that's, that's
1: kind of all I got right
2: now. Yeah. Samson lightning round. Um, okay. I want to first, uh, oh wow. This is going Uh great so far. Um, uh, so one of my favorite movies of all time is Swiss army man and, um, Daniel Scheinart, one of the two, uh, one, one piece of the duo who directed and wrote Swiss army man, directed this movie called uh, The Death of Dick Long. And uh, I I'm <laughs> And, and I paid to rent it. Um, it's an A24 <laughs> movie. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It's very serious tonally. Um, I was expecting a little bit more of a comedy. Really? Um, what, what, what made but, you think
0: it was going to be a comedy? I mean, it's, The Death of Stalin is a comedy. And that's got death in it. That's true. I mean, so... It is pretty funny. It just
2: there there's a twist in it that that I was not expecting, and it killed me. And I laughed so goddamn hard. Basically, um, without giving anything away, it's about these two dude. Uh, it's these three guys have band practice, right? <laughs> and the open the movie opens with them having uh, uh, band practice, and then one of them says, "Let's get weird," and then you know, basically. Yeah. Cuts to um, two of the du- only two of the dudes driving in a car with their friend bleeding out and dying in the back seat. Is that um, a friend Dick and Long? They, yes, Dick Long di- dying in the back seat, and um, they throw his body in front of the uh, ER and uh, then drive away to later find out he died, and it's them trying to cover up. Um, this their friend's death and uh, hmm. they don't show you anything that happened or give you any clues as to what happened and you have to slowly piece it together yourself and um, all of the characters are like caricatures of like <clears throat> um, they're, they're, it's like satire uh, it's, it's oh my god it's, it's satirizing um, the, the kind of archetype of the country bumpkin kind of thing So they're all like, um, you know, and it's, it's trying to humanize these people at the same time, um, and show them as more of a caricature while also making them straight up caricatures. It's really bizarre. Um, I really, I, I recommend checking it out if you have time and have access to it. Um, if you don't mind really crass kind of dark humor, um, it can be upsetting if, if you're not in the right mindset, but yeah. you also might interpret it as funny. That was not really a lightning round. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, um, so I think that's all about what we've been watching. So let's talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series. Woo. We uh, we finished the show. Yeah. Um, It ended pretty well, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for season two. Classic cliffhanger. Yeah, they're cliffhanger. making a season two. They're doing which Beauty, will be and Beauty and the, and the Beast,
1: Beast. <laughs> which is unacceptable. I'm going to slam knock over my camera <laughs> for that. It's
0: unacceptable. Yeah, have- I wish they did High School Musical too. Me too. Apparently, according to the um, creator, the reason they're not doing it is because it would be pretty cliche to just only do High School Musical movies. And they like the character and story part more than they like the High School Musical part. So they want to switch it up and move away from the initial genre that drove people in. Unacceptable. High
1: School Musical 2 has
0: so many
2: slaps,
1: so many good songs. I
2: want to watch Ricky do "Bet on it.
1: That's what's (laughs) so important about a musical is having really good songs. And, you know, I've never I've never seen, you know, or heard any of the songs from the stage production of Beauty and the Beast. But there is no way that anything comes anywhere close to "Bet on it. There's no yeah, way that's true. It's not it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's impo- or whatever um no that's not the never mind. I was thinking of the opening song from uh, the third one, but that's that's not not I
0: got confused for a second. I will say though, based on our reviews and recommendations, we liked the play aspects and the characters more than we liked the high school musical aspects, especially as time went on in the series, right? Well, they also just stopped talking about it (laughs) at a certain point. So, if if that's the parts that we liked and they're not going to do high school musical, I feel like we're going to like the second season a lot.
1: But then, why'd they name it high school musical, the musical, the series? (laughs) If it's it's, not going to be about high high school
0: (laughs) and they're doing musicals.
1: But then it also says that that again. And the second time it says High School Musical is about the series High School Musical. I, yeah, that is true. It's, because that's why it says it twice. Yeah, you're right. Because if it was like but. High School Musical the series, sure, it's about musicals. But it's a High School Musical the musical the series. <laughs> which I, 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 just think, I just think it's weird. I don't know why. <laughs> they must not have thought. I, maybe they didn't plan out the second season when they chose the name because that'd be like continuing the show lost after they if they all got off the island and it became a drama about their lives like on land off the <laughs> island it's like why is it still called lost they're not lost oh my god, god. Mm. no no you know never mind it's it's
0: it's fine it maybe yeah yeah look <sighs> I'm just heated. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm heated. L- my final thoughts are, I like this show. I do recommend it now. I had a good time watching it with you guys. I think yeah, it's fun. it got a lot better. So that's where I stand on it. I, I do recommend this series. Um, I'll-, I'll see how season two goes. Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. I, <clears throat> I do want to say, like, one thing that I'm a little uh, disappointed about Beauty and the Beast being uh, the show for the next season is... It's so fun to watch these people singing uh, high school musical songs and going into high school musical numbers. And I don't know if Beauty and the Beast has the same level of inherent camp to it. Um, Mm. Yeah, that's true. I I think one of the campiest musical theater numbers of all time is stick to the status quo. Mm -hmm. There's something hilarious about you know high school students breaking into songs at their different tables and singing about uh not not branching out to do other things it's just so funny it's so funny and i don't think you 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 get that with any song in beauty and the beast um you know and I, I think i think that the show might suffer from that a little bit
0: yeah that's true. but what, what, we'll see what would you we'll guys see. What would you guys say is your final review of it? Like, do you recommend it? Is this like a binge worthy show or should you not even bother? I personally
1: don't know if it's binge worthy, but I can recommend it. Like I, I didn't get, it's not a show that I would have sat down and just watched all the way through on my own, but I, it's definitely one that over time I, which is what happened anyway. Um, I think, I think it's, it's good enough to warrant watching the entire thing. I just, I personally don't necessarily think it's a show that I will, that you, that most people would sit down and watch like back to back episodes of maybe, maybe like a couple in a row, take a break for a little while, come back to it. Uh, for me, just because camp can get a little bit overpowering sometimes. And so mm. sometimes I need a
2: little bit of a break from that. Okay. Yeah. I, I would recommend watching it with friends. Um, it makes it a lot more enjoyable. And like, if you can kind of all, you know, mystery science theater 3000 it a little bit, um, it, it makes it a little bit more fun. because um, it's, it's, I can't imagine watching that show alone. I don't think it would have been as fun, but it's, it's entertaining. The arcs are, are interesting and it's overall like really campy. So, Uh, if you're a huge fan of camp and you're an adult you'll probably like it Mm -hmm. if you're younger you'll probably just like it for um what it is um without you know being tongue-in-cheek about it um i I would definitely recommend it
0: yeah all right so moving on let's dive into some news um speaking of castlevania because you briefly spoke on it earlier uh it's getting a season four
2: that's, you cut uh, out. Again
0: for me. <laughs> oh, sorry. It, it's getting a season four. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised.
1: It uh, the 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 end of season three. There's like a bunch of plot arcs still up in the air, um, and season three was super solid. I don't know if you ended up finishing it, Samson, but no, I still got to keep going. The end of the end of season three is just it's it's just a, a really great creative fight scene in like the the very end of it. Just right. I'm excited. Super fun. That's
0: good. Um,
1: and, but, yeah, but, like, the end of it, while there's a lot of completion of arcs, like, within the season, within characters, uh, there, there's
0: still a lot of, like, character separation that will eventually, you know, have everybody coming back together, I'm sure. Cool. Uh, moving on to the next bit, uh, speaking on Disney+, Plus, they actually sent out a survey asking about adult content and whether it should be featured on the platform. So that goes into our discussion about, like, the Simon, or the, is, is it Say Simon? Love uh, Simon? Love Simon. Yeah. yeah. Um, it goes on Simon that says. in the Hillary <laughs> Duff. <dump. laughs> Simon Says. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting that they're actually taking this into consideration, and it's most likely because of how much traction it gained in the news. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see if this changes anything going forward, and whether these shows that were deemed too adult are going to be brought back.
2: Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I'd be
0: interested in seeing that. Yeah. Um, moving on, Rosario Dawson has been cast as Asaka in The Mandalorian Season 2. So Asaka Tano is a Jedi who is featured heavily in Star Wars The Clone Wars TV show. Um, I don't think she's been in anything outside of that. But I think so. Maybe Rebels. I think she's in Rebels. Maybe, yeah. But she's going to be in Mandalorian Season 2. Damn. Red. Yeah, I don't Yo. know where that tracks on the timeline of Star Wars. Yeah, um, not a clue. Okay, because she well, might up. be really old, or she might be really young. When does Mandalorian take place? Empire? No, wait. Mm, to be Just genuinely unsure. Okay, so depending on where it takes place depends on what age the character will be, but I'm curious. Yeah. I like Rosario Dawson. Um, yeah. we'll Do have you to know check who out.
2: Rosario Dawson is dating, by the way? Yeah, she's dating
0: um,
2: uh, Cory Booker Cory
0: Booker What? Isn't that crazy? Cory Booker? Yeah Yeah She also dated Eric Andre Wow, those are two very, very different people I think those are the back-to-back I think she went from Andre to Booker Wow I wonder (laughs) how Eric Andre feels about that (laughs) uh, Gosh, Uh, I don't know Weird. All right. um, Moving on. Kevin Smith released a rumor, and this rumor says that Charlie Cox's Daredevil will be in Spider Man 3. Who's Charlie Cox? He's the one who played Daredevil on the Netflix series. Oh. Apparently, and this is a rumor, so take it as you will, they are planning on not bringing back all the characters from the Marvel Netflix shows, just Daredevil, and he's going to appear as Peter Parker's lawyer in court after his name's been revealed oh that's cool yeah so if that's the case and they bring in charlie cox who i think played a phenomenal daredevil it would be really interesting to see how much more connection they'll bring between the netflix series yeah so i I totally had forgotten that the last spider-man ended with like such a cliffhanger oh yeah no it's been enough time so we can talk about it but that was an insane cliffhanger
2: Yeah, it was so good. I was so excited to see uh, J. Jonah Jameson back again.
0: Yeah. Good old J.G. It's not like Spider-Man hasn't revealed his identity. He did a huge reveal in the comics during the Civil War arc where he, like, takes off his mask because Tony Stark asks him to. And that's how superheroes are now. They're, like, government employees, so they're supposed to reveal their information. And he tells the entire world that he's Spider-Man, but it winds up being, like, a huge mistake. So he actually makes a deal with the devil to re- erase everyone's <laughs> memories. Yeah, it's Mephisto. I'm
2: I'm glad they didn't bring that to the movies. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: that what <laughs> Spider-Man the, uh, comes home with Annabelle. <laughs> the, the thing is, um, when he makes that deal, his payment, because the devil isn't going to do it for free, his payment is that his marriage with Mary Jane never happened. Oh. So she just doesn't remember him at all, and then they're no longer married, and no one has any recollection of it except for Spider-Man. Hmm. So, yeah, that, that's just something I, I thought was interesting. I'd be really excited to see this Daredevil, and I hope this that's Satan legit. For ya. Yeah. yeah.. Daredevil was honestly a pretty good show. I didn't like the second season, but the first season and the third season were solid. I haven't seen any of it, but I've heard it's good. Most I know seems- what you do to Kingpin. As I say, I also know that it's well known for good um, fight choreography. Oh yeah, they have like a one take in the first season that goes on forever, and it's so well done. It's pretty good. It's yeah.
2: um, oh man, it's very reminiscent of. Have either of you seen Old Boy? Yeah, no. It, it reminds me a lot about, of though? like the the hallway scene. No,
0: no, no, I mean which Old Boy? The uh, the oh, Americanized oh, one the or the good
2: the good one? Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the good one. Um, yeah, I have seen it.
2: yeah, no. um I, I think they drew a lot of influence from that hallway fight scene. Um, we watched them back to back in a film class one time, and they're very different, but like similar energies. they're they're like you know it it's it's it, it is really great. Also, if you haven't seen old boy, check out
0: old boy, great, great <laughs> fight choreograph choreography in that too. Did you guys watch all the uh, Marvel Netflix shows? None of them. None of them? I didn't watch any of them either. Okay. Because my favorite was Jessica Jones, which didn't seem to be most people's favorites, but I would recommend that one. It's a very neo-noir type film, or type TV show. (laughs) Um, Really enjoyable. I think Jessica Jones is a fun character. So, that's the one of the four I would recommend the most. Yeah. Second is Daredevil. Luke Cage and Iron Fist sucked. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, Uh -uh. moving on, uh, Thor 4 has confirmed that the Guardians of the Galaxy will appear in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that Excellent. means, yeah, it, it means that due to the way scheduling worked and the James Gunn stuff, Guardians is going to be released after Thor 4. So to make it attract track to continuity, they're going to have the Guardians in Thor 4 and then they'll go off to their own movie. Okay, that makes sense. So whatever they were going to be doing together, that's how it's going to go. But I don't know, it's Taika nice. T D, James Gunn will like head on in and help out. But Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's going to be um, great. Yeah, I think so. Ne- next bit of information, there's a TV show coming out that I'm pretty excited about called Upload with Robbie Amell, and it's done by Greg Daniels, who did The Office in Parks and Rec. And huh. this is like his first show that he's committing to in a while. Hmm. Um, So you guys know who Greg Daniels is, right? Vaguely. Okay, so um, the show is, like, people can upload their consciousness when they're about to die and live in a virtual world instead of dying. So the show follows Robbie Amell, who, in a car accident, decides to upload his consciousness and just live as a virtual person in this virtual world where, like, anything can happen. It feels very Good Place-esque, and it just it looks really good. It's coming out on Amazon Prime May 1st, so I, I definitely recommend checking out the trailer, if not the actual show cool yeah cool yeah yeah um other other bit of news uh she the uh animated show is going to be getting its fifth and final season don't know where that's when that's airing but that's going to happen don't know if you guys have seen that nope. i have not seen that yeah me either i don't know just felt like news and it was vaguely positive so nice
2: right. yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, Samson, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, Cats right. fans have been demanding the universal release of the butthole cut. I've heard about this. It's because,
2: um, did you see that Seth Rogen got high and, uh, live tweeted his watching of Cats? And, uh, I'm pretty sure that the butthole cut is, is, a uh, is, stems from that. Uh. So, uh, I, I'd I'd recommend going through and looking at, a. Uh, Seth Rogan's tweeting of his view of cats. Um, okay. I I, I I want I, I want the butthole uh, cut of cats, too. I think we all do. I, I <laughs> change, change.org petition. I think yeah. we all do.
0: I mean, all I'm saying is, if they release the butthole cut, they have to release the Snyder cut. And if we get the two of them together, it's <laughs> worth it. I want the Snyder cut of cats. <laughs> wow. the All the cats, their mother's name is Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, Martha. T- <laughs> Um, anyway, moving on, I want to talk about two brief movie sharing apps that have been popping up. There's Netflix party and movie anywhere, which basically allow you to create a chat room with your friends or a viewing experience so that you can all watch movies together during quarantine.
1: Oh, we yeah. we tried to use Netflix Party to watch uh, Small Soldiers and it did not work at all. It didn't. Yeah. No, I think it, I think a pro a, a part of the problem might be that so many people are trying to use it right now. Yeah, that makes sense. That that I think, because I don't remember what what day it was that we watched it, but it might have been like a. It was definitely in the evening. On I think it might have been like a weekend day, so that could have been a time when like a lot of people were trying to do it. So it's just like not happening. Yeah. I don't but know.
0: I, I think the movie Anywhere one cool. looks more promising. Yeah. but I definitely think they're cool. Yeah. It, it's a great idea. I think it's a great way to get people to stay inside and not go out to visit their friends. Um, yeah. So I, I would definitely give it a look if it actually works. But yeah, um, I got two final bits of news. Uh, Reno 99 is getting a reboot on Quibi. Damn, really? Yeah. They're doing uh, with the whole cast and everything. I don't know what Quibi is, but it's been coming out of nowhere. So, I actually think Quibi just got acquired by, like,
2: some bigger company. Quibi got acquired. They were, like, they were not very successful to my understanding. And then they got acquired and they're, like, trying to rebrand. This is all, like, in the last few months, I believe. Okay. Um, so, like, I, I don't really understand it. But, like, that's why it's popping out of nowhere, I think, right now
0: is because it was pre-existing and then got bought up. Got it. Yeah. But I mean Reno 99. I haven't watched it, but I feel like one of you did. I I've watched Reno. What was, uh, what was like? What's the general plot? Um,
2: you're talking about the TV show, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, the TV show. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it's it's basically cops, the TV show, but as a mockumentary. All uh, right. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Like I, I, I used to watch it a lot in like middle school, so I don't know how much it holds up. But like <laughs> just like really, really incompetent cops in like, I don't know. I want to say like Florida, but I don't actually know. It's um, it's in Reno. Oh, yep, yeah, It's called Reno. No, <laughs> <It's called laughs> oh, Reno damn Nine. Nine. God damn it. I think there is. I think there is a movie where they go. Are to you Florida.
1: sure it's not Reno nine one one and you're combining Brooklyn
2: nine nine? It yeah. yeah, it's
0: Reno nine So, um, so what we like, know is the show doesn't take place in Florida. Here. It does take place um, in Reno, and it's about nine one one, not nine nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> am, am I right <laughs> so about that? Missing. Have we gotten our facts straight? <laughs> I think we're all together now.
2: <laughs> Cool. Damn, I mean, Danny, it's great. understandable.
1: You ignore most uh, most cop things anyway, as we've determined. So, nine one one nine nine doesn't make a difference to you. You never call that number because you just <laughs> handle it yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this this will be interesting. I'll, I'll give it a follow. I'll check it out. Haven't seen yeah. the original, so maybe this gives me a reason to watch it. But exactly. Yeah. Um, And the last bit of news, there is two animated shows that I think are going to be good and worth checking out. (coughs) There's Solar Opposites, which is done by um, Justin Roiland, who created Rick and Morty.
2: Oh, I heard about this.
0: Yeah, it's animated. It's got similar voices because he does a lot of voices. um, And it's like a a family of aliens just come to the U.S. and have to live a normal life. But they are aliens and no one, like, really gives a shit about it. So... It looks interesting. It has very Rick and Morty vibes, but it feels like it's got a different tone to it. So that looks interesting. I think it's worth checking out. The other one is Midnight Gospel, which is going to be a Netflix cartoon created by Pendleton Ward, who created Adventure Time. Oh, I'm excited about that one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Adventure Time was good. So I I like Pendleton Ward. I'm excited to see what this looks like, but that's definitely something I'm keeping on my radar as well. Did you note that it's gonna be an adult television show? I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't see any information about that.
2: Yeah, it's so this show is made for adults. Cool. <clears> which I'm kind of excited for. Yeah. Um I, I, I think it's gonna have some more mature content, which
0: I think Mature. Will be I would look funny. I would, I would be enjoy I would enjoy that. Blech. Um so why don't why don't we close out the day with why should you care? Does that sound good? Hell yeah. yeah. Cool. So if you've never joined us before and don't know what it is, Why Should You Care is a one minute segment where each of us have a minute to pitch a TV show, movie, um, book, podcast, song, artist, anything that they've been watching, listening to, or checking out, and convince us in that minute with an elevator pitch as to why we should check it out as well. If we really ha- like it, then we can say, yeah, we're definitely going to check it out. Um, but if one of us has seen or heard or whatever, has already experienced that, they can use their minute to try and convince people to not check it out. So it's a little twist on it. You can either give a recommendation or convince people not to check out someone's recommendation. But anyone want to go first? Uh, I have one. OK, cool. Go for it. Um, I guess I'll do the timing for you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. OK. <clears throat> Uh, Let me just pull up the stopwatch. All right, three, two, one. All right, to start us off, I'm just going to read right off
1: the PenguinRandomHouse.com page. Perfect for beginning chapter books. Re- Perfect for beginning chapter book readers. The Cam Jansen series continues to be a bestseller after over 30 years. Each mystery features Cam, the fifth-grade sleuth with a, the photographic memory, who solves the case with the help of her best friend Eric. Boom! What's more enticing than that? That sounds fantastic. Photographic (laughs) Memory Detective? That's awesome. Most recently, they came out with Cam Jansen, The Joke House Mystery case number 34. So someone like Samson could be really interested in this because it involves stand-up comedy. <laughs> um, there's with 34 novels with 30, and I say novels with with not a drip of irony in my mouth with 34 novels there is something for absolutely everyone. 10 you seconds. cannot find a Cam Jansen book that will not fit your needs. Cam Jansen, read it or you're an idiot. All
0: right. That's all and I need. Time. So, um I would check that out. That yeah. Great. <laughs> I, I, I love <laughs> random penguin house. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact. My dad actually used to work for random house. Really? Yeah. 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 Like way back in the day, he did uh, art for them. They have good. T- <gasps> did he do art for cam Jansen? I don't think so. No. Oh, it was, it okay. was for their like website and games. Maybe they maybe they had a cam Jansen game. <laughs> Uh, Samson, would you check out Cam Jansen? <laughs> no, because I don't read books for children.
2: Oh, Samson, what's the last book you read? Uh, and how long
1: ago was that? <laughs> hmm. Okay, maybe it's about <coughs> time that you restarted at the beginning. <laughs> okay, yeah, seems like it. All right. Because it's not like riding a riding a bike. Okay.
2: All right. No, I'm going to go for, uh, again, Junie B. Jones, if I'm going to go for uh, children.
0: <sighs> okay. Series. That's All right. Yeah, all right. Okay, that's fine. Um, Samson, you want to go or should I go? Uh, I don't care. Do you have a preference? Yeah, I got I got a show picked out. I'm ready to rumble. Go for it, brother. All right, who wants to time me? I'm using my phone to do the call, so
1: okay. if Samson could time you, that'd be good. Yeah. I know normally Sammy I'm boy. the time master, but...
0: Yeah, you, right. you made a big fuss about it the other time. Mm-hmm. All right, ready, set, go. Um, so imagine a world where 3,700 years in the future, everyone has been turned to stone. It's an like unnatural, nor- uh, not normal occurrence where all of humanity has been turned to stone. And in the future, 3,700 years later, uh, our two main characters wake up and they have to rebuild civilization from scratch. So they need to start crafting lights and they need to make tools and gather food and basically find a way to restart the world and re like bring back humanity from stone, whatever. It's a really, really clever show where it it kind of follows um, how they're building more than the actual events that are happening. So it's super interesting to watch like this main character, who's a big science geek kind of create, modern technology from cavemen all the way up to smartphones and watching his journey of gathering resources and creating a group and like working together is super super interesting and super fun and it's a great show i highly recommend it that's all, all the right. time. yeah you know um, danny
1: i don't know if you actually
0: named the show <laughs> oh it's called dr stone <laughs> i knew what you were talking about but i was like wait a second yeah i'm uh, sorry <laughs> i didn't name the show the show is called dr stone and it's an anime Mm-hmm. um would you guys check out dr stone
1: i was kind of independently already planning on probably watching it at some point considering all the free time i have and mostly because Crunchyroll spams me with ads for it and eventually i was just like you know what sure why not uh but yeah it's it looks pretty interesting so i i'll probably check
2: it out at some point samson yeah. that sounds interesting i'd probably check it out i'm not a huge anime person um, but I I, yeah. I, I, that sounds like Samson's something a I, manga reader. <laughs> yeah.
0: He only <laughs> yep, reads manga, not children's mm-hmm. books. Nope.
2: That's why I couldn't answer your question, Sean, is because I'm well. always Reed, reading that manga. Reed is also a little bit overstated. He
1: looks at the pictures.
0: <laughs> he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> we all know Samson can't read. That's why it's an audio-based <laughs> podcast, because he can't read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just be text-to-speech. um yeah no i like i watched this entire show in a day and it's got 24 episodes each like 20 something minutes long it's quarantine guys i don't know what else to do but (laughs) it's it's really solid i I really like it it's got like a a pretty big twist that happens early on and just kind of shakes up the direction of the show and after that it it was really really enjoyable um so yeah that that's my rec uh samson what do you got for us Okay. Put put some time on that clock. All right. 3, all right. 2, 1.
2: Okay. Picture a world that is like a neo-noir, okay? And there there's this main character called Bobby Budinsky, okay? And he's a hard-boiled detective and he has the strongest fingers known to man. You know like <laughs> He can lift up to seven times his body weight with one finger, but it's only in his fingers. And he solves crimes, right? But he also gets the strength for his fingers by eating the dead. It's an anime, okay? And it takes place in a future civilization. And I have a show Bible for this, and (laughs) I'm willing to pitch it to Toonami. I think somebody should buy this show. Okay, it's called Bobby Budinsky, <laughs> Super Strong Fingers Man. There we go. And as you,
1: time. As you were starting that, I was like, this has some real improv vibes to it. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm I am curious to see where this is going. And then when you, I think when you got to Eats Corpses, I was like,
2: all right, this is fake. This <laughs> like, there's no way. So I was would like, you watch that anime? Would you buy my show to produce it? Um
0: yeah i i've i've seen your work before i've enjoyed it for the most part um you got clever ideas and write well thanks. so i would i would i would spot i would set up your show thanks man absolutely not
1: <laughs> you kidding me if 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 there if if you don't enjoy Cam Jansen, how can I have any faith that you even have a basic concept of narrative structure? Each Cam Jansen book is like a beautiful arc. And if you can't enjoy that, then there's something fundamentally wrong with you. And so how can I trust you to, to with Bobby Be- Be- Bedinsky? Bedinsky? Budinsky? Budinsky.
2: What was the and full title of that? Unacceptable. Bobby Budinsky, the Super Strong Fingers Man? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Checks out. Oh, Checks boy. out. All right. Why don't Why don't we head into some shout outs and wrap up this first uh, digital episode of the Board and Browsing Podcast? Yeah. Uh, anyone want to go? Sean. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> um,
1: I today I'm I'm gonna shout out uh, charging your electric toothbrushes. You know, you have to make sure that your electric toothbrush is charged. Otherwise, you can't use it. Uh, for instance, this morning, I went to go brush my teeth, and I very sadly found that I was lazy and didn't plug in my electric toothbrush, even though I knew it was low on power yesterday. Oh, so no. when I went to turn it on, it just beeped at me and was like, I can't brush your teeth. So I had to go get my manual toothbrush, like some sort of plebeian piece of trash, and hand brush my teeth like an animal, like a dog. <sighs> I just want to save anyone from feeling as low as I do. Make sure to charge
0: your electric toothbrushes. Okay. Samson? I'd like to shout out my new ASMR.
2: I love ASMR.
0: God, I hate this so much. (laughs) See, I kind of like it. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I think the sound. I don't want to invest in your show anymore. This is what it sounds like when you kiss the mic Oh god We're losing viewers (laughs) left and right
1: (laughs) Oh yes It's so so bad that they stayed Until the one hour 23 minute mark But they left Uh, within the last 30
0: seconds They made it um, this far (laughs) My shout out uh, actually goes to Netflix's top 10 It's a really cool feature that they started doing Where they show like the most watched shows And I love it so much because there's an overwhelming amount of content on there and it kind of does what boredom browsing was designed to do um which is just like all give the some more wrecks. reason to not shout them out <laughs> well no it's just i i think netflix down with a very netflix good i i think i think they they stepped up their game in that area and i really really like the addition so props to you and i'm surprised you didn't we should, do it sooner
1: we should make our own streaming service and it'll be one third uh a twenty-four films, one third anime, and one third Marvel. <laughs> I was I was thinking we would put Samson's. Based on, show on what there. we talk about. <laughs> and then Samson's ASMR show and also Samson's Bobby whatever finger Bobby Budinski Bobby Budinski Bobby Badinsky, the super strong finger detective. My mistake. Uh, all oh, right. and also my podcast. There we go. It's oh perfect.
0: yeah. <laughs> and Sean's other podcast. <laughs> Um, But thank you all so much for listening. I know this is troubling times, but stay safe out there. Um, Hopefully this sounds pretty good and we're able to keep doing podcasts in this manner. But we appreciate all the support and hope everything's going well for you guys. But uh, thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you all next time. Bye, brothers.
2: Bye.